everybody's William J with another segment of talking in the attic and again thank you for everyone who's been along with me on this journey and also if you haven't go ahead and pick up 30 copies of my book why not it is available exclusively on Amazon and I would thank you for your purchase so today's segment I want to talk to you about discipline and I would like to start with a quote from Aristotle Aristotle states that I count him braver who overcomes his desire than him who conquers his enemies for the hardest victory is over self. Like I said, we're talking about discipline here and let's get into it. See, as a child, I was always told that whatever I commit to, I should always follow through to the end. And as I've gotten older, I began realizing that in order to improve, I'm talking about in any facet of life, you need a significant amount of self-discipline. And I'm not speaking just solely on self-discipline. I'm referring to all the different components of self-discipline as well. You know, like learning to say no to yourself and uh, these other personal cravings, you know, because that's one of the first steps of developing self-control. Because without self-control, self-discipline is impossible. And I guarantee that if every phase of life came with a manual, I guarantee we will be a bit more successful or at least more well-informed. But unfortunately, that's not the case because we all we have to go through these levels of uncertainties. We have to face experiences and situations that's going to shape our perspective and attitude on life. Now, when I was younger, I always made the commitment to never give up. But I can't say that I always followed through because I know there are specific points in my life where I gave up, where I faced a difficult task. And honestly, it felt like I would never, ever be successful, even if I continued on. But as I got older, I reflected on the past in those instances and I realized that I gave up not because of the difficulty, but because I lacked self-discipline. And that was the points when I needed it the most, along with not being able to understand this discipline and the sacrifice that was required. I took it as just an annoying task that I wanted to move away as quickly as possible. And now at my current age and the tender age of, yeah, I'm not disclosing that. See, I would love to have that opportunity to talk to my younger self so I could serve as a guide when I ran into those minor hurdles. But the truth is I needed to encounter each of these experiences on my own. See, these were necessary so that I could learn the lesson that life was intended to teach me. And a word that I've come across that perfectly describes this scenario is didactic and something that's didactic intends to teach a specific lesson where you're given instructions that can help you improve. All right. So check this out. Let's do an exercise. I want you to give me your definition of success. Now, also included in that, what will be the main ingredients? Because I want to know some, what are some of the characteristics that you believe someone successful possesses now? If you were to search online of what society deems success, you will see a big difference. Now, regardless of whoever provides this laundry list of the main ingredients, I guarantee what they don't include is a laborious time that was spent exercising discipline. And I'll tell you why. Because check this out. In my first book, I refer to how a person is going to speak about their accomplishments and and all of these accolades. But they'll intentionally glaze right over the work that it took to get to that point. And I get it. You know why? Because putting in that work, look, man, it's not sexy. No one wants to hear about you having to restart over a dozen times, making correction after correction. I'm talking about sleepless nights, you know, the ones that almost drove you to that breaking point. I mean, shit, why would I do that? 
I mean, it's not glorious to hear about about that part. They want to hear about the success. They want to hear about the profit. They want to hear about the glamour, the reward of the accomplishment. Why? Because, again, man, talking about discipline sucks and it's very boring. And if that was the fun part of the process, there would be way more wealthy people, way more successful people. But for that reason, we don't have an overpopulated society of wealthy and successful people because this behavior must be transformed into a lifestyle norm. Now, people would rather treat what is comfortable and what provides them with the quickest paths of self-gratification instead of fulfillment and purpose as they mainstay. Now, it's unfortunate because what can easily set you apart from a large portion of society is patience. It's that simple. Patience. Now, if it's success you seek, it will happen over a short period of time. And there's not a particular age that defines when you'll reach that point. So you got to make a pledge to yourself and acknowledge that you will do whatever it takes to follow through on this responsibility. It will be something that you will not enjoy in the front end, but you committed to it regardless. Like I said, it's going to suck. And it's going to happen even with the little things you had the most passionate about. You see, you're going to be pushed to that that point where you're going to question everything. You're going to start questioning, do I really want to be bothered with this? I mean, trust me. Look, I'll question myself time and time again when I set out to accomplish a certain goal. And there are plenty of times where I've given up. And as I look back, I'm embarrassed. Not only did I give up on a task, but I gave up on myself. I could have blamed it on being young and immature, but the reality is I didn't hold myself accountable for my actions. I just walked away and thought that this would be the end of the situation. But those are the moments that forever haunt me. And since then, I matured and I make certain that I hold myself accountable to the pledge that forced me to develop the willpower that self-control and in doing so those two characteristics they assisted me in identifying my weaknesses they also they've been instrumental by assisting me to help establish my legacy and when you think of leveraging your strengths such as willpower and self-control to push yourself further always remember that your weaknesses should never be looked at as part of your downfall we all have them see these are areas you need to improve on and it's not something you lack it's just an area you need to develop and build upon And unfortunately, those are the things that tend to get swept under the rug in society. There are too, too many people masquerading that vulnerabilities do not exist in their lives. And I'm totally aware of mine. I mean, I'm willing to work through it. And once I began to understand how important it was to identify my weaknesses, I started to begin making more significant progress on my journey. I used to lean so heavily on my strengths in order to cover the weaknesses that I had. For instance, I... I've always been able to catch on to things uh, or process information rather quickly. And most of the time, I could take a quick glance and analyze the situation to provide a solid solution without doing much research or even knowing the details of historical information. But as I've gotten older, my professional responsibilities in my life has evolved that my responsibilities have grown. So did so also did the expectations. Now, the projects and things that I'm involved with. They've become massive with high visibility and my accountability directly affected not only me, but my team. See, I couldn't continue to wing it and rely on my strengths. No, not at all. And trust me, I know you wouldn't want anybody who is leading you or responsible for your livelihood to provide a half hearted response like, yeah, that might work. <laughs> so <laughs> why would I allow to conduct myself in any behavior similar to that now? Not only did I have to address myself, I had to begin putting in that work. That's what a self-discipline helped me transition from my former self to give birth to my new form. And 
This was a new period of relearning and establishing a new set of goals in order to develop my self-discipline. Now, once again, I had to be willing to retool and discover the direction I was headed in because I was off course and my desires began to distort my focus. Now, Adam Shinsky states, self-discipline is about controlling your desires and impulses while staying focused on what needs to get done to achieve your goal. And that's when I started creating an outline and the steps to take in order to reach my goals. And as I stated earlier, we are not born with discipline. It's a learned behavior and it requires daily practice and repetition. See, one of my first steps that I had to learn was to give myself something to be excited about. I had to plan rewards when I accomplished a milestone, which gave me something to obsess over. And once that goal was achieved, I would look to turn my focus to the next one and keep it moving forward. Now, truthfully, even with my best intentions and well-laid plans, I often found myself falling short. And it's going to happen. And it's going to continue to happen throughout my life and continue to happen throughout your life. See, you're going to have successes and failures. See, the key is to accept your past with no regret and handle the present with confidence and face your future without fear. And if you stumble, so what? Acknowledge it. Move on. Own that shit. See, this isn't anything to obsess over. Don't consume yourself in guilt, anger, frustration, because these emotions, they'll only drag you further down and impede your future progress. Learn from your missteps and forgive yourself. Then get your head back in the game and refocus on your goals. As life goes, I want to make it clear that I'm not here to obtain a participation trophy. My focus is to master my time by creating balance, self-expression and authenticity. And around the time when I was in junior high school, I started to understand that everyone on earth has a unique opportunity and responsibility to leave their mark on the world. And I began paying closer attention to people and how their actions reflected their true character. Whether it was my teachers, my parents or my peers, I was keying in on one factor. It was their level of discipline. I was always intrigued at whether or not they understood their responsibilities in life. You see, Everyone has a role and the ripple effect of their influence goes beyond the immediate exposure and it carries over generationally. And when you recognize the weight that you're carrying, you can ignite some people to push themselves harder. And in some cases, the pressure is too much for others to sustain and they either completely fold or neglect this responsibility, disregarding that their legacy depends on it. And along with that extreme level of discipline, you also got to possess the courage to close the previous chapters in your life. And... <laughs> I spoke briefly about the highlight reel and how people love to reference their previous accolades. And you got to accept that, you know, that part of your existence has expired and your new intent is to ensure that you're making the appropriate sacrifices for your future generations to build upon. So you got to learn to let go. And this applies to relationships that you sustained over time. I mean, we all know that there are people who currently are in our life, at least in space that you need to evict and it's going to hurt. But. Your growth is going to be dependent on removing them from your future life simply because you need that space. See, deep down, you know the expiration of date has come, but you're either too afraid to cut them off because of your history or you're afraid of hurting your feelings. <laughs> Shit, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this once. Emotions, they will unnecessarily have you suffering. Justifying somebody's existence in your life instead of prioritizing your own development is the perfect recipe for your detriment. What makes you believe that somebody would do that for you? I mean, truthfully, do you believe that they'll maintain a relationship with you if they were aware that you're hindering their progress? Nah, I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Now, take it from me. Like I said, 
I'm not looking for a participation trophy in life. I'm looking to flourish and continue making progress on the opportunities I'm creating for myself and anyone like minded. And I would like for you to take a good look around you and evaluate who have you surrounded yourself with. Really, seriously, take a good inventory. And when you begin assessing your situation, ask yourself if each, each of these relationships are conducive to your growth. Now, I totally understand, bro. This is rough. I mean, it's harsh, but shit, life is harsh and life has seasons and so do people in it. So honestly, you could be doing yourself a favor as well as them a favor by removing yourself out of that equation. And your departure could cause them to realize that they need to start evolving and becoming more disciplined in life. And this is just a small dose of reality to remind you that, yes, life is painful and you'll have to make some difficult decisions. But some disconnections, they're blessings. And don't take it so personal because you can't carry everyone over with you as you continue to evolve and move on to the next level. And trust me, you'll thank yourself later on in life if you commit to these decisions. Seriously, work on your discipline. You'll benefit the most. As always, it's William J. You know where to find me. Go. Okay.